Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters, no matter what the circumstances are. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Man, for all my energy junkies out there that understand astrology and everything that's going on, pretty intense last few weeks we had with Mercury retrograde. Glad that's done. Glad we're in a whole new different area. For all those that don't believe in it, it's okay. Just breeze through that part. No big deal. I, with my awful prego brain, forgot to wish all the moms out there a happy Mother's Day last Friday. So I want to take time just in the intro real fast to happy belated Mother's Day to all the mamas, all the ones trying to become mamas, even the dog moms. And I know some people can have a conflicted viewpoint of dog moms or cat moms or pet moms just because that's not a real mom. However, the way I look at it is if a female is unable to have a child and is not in a space to adopt because she wanted her own and a pet is more fulfilling, please give those women space to be a mom to their animals. Because they, you just don't know. You don't know what is going on with the moms out there, whether they be pet moms, whether they be children moms, whoever they may be. You just don't know somebody's stories. You just wish somebody a happy Mother's Day, even if it may not be true. I know when I wasn't even a mom, and I was actually too young to even have kids, people would ask me all the time, oh, are you a mom? And I would let them know, no. But the ones who didn't ask me, and they just said Happy Mother's Day, I just said thank you. There's no reason to elaborate on, oh, I'm not a mom, or oh, I only have dogs. There's no reason for them to know that. They're literally just seeing a female, and they're recognizing a female, and they're just being courteous. So give people space, give people grace, move it on. (laughs) That's what I got to say on that part. But today is not about that. I just wanted to wish and respect and give that space to women out there because I plan on doing that for the fathers as well in June, so I wanted to respect all the mamas out there. Today, I really want to discuss with everybody just a lot of what's been happening throughout my life, but I find it coinciding with my actual clients as well. So it's always funny how things are so aligning with two different areas and This can be a topic that some people don't understand, maybe some people have never heard of, and maybe it's something that you've heard of, you just don't understand it, and that's boundaries. And some people look at boundaries as one way, some people look at boundaries as another way. I don't think there's one specific way of looking at boundaries, and that's kind of why I'm diving into this and kind of sharing my viewpoint, my opinion, and how I view it. If one person has boundaries, it does not have to always look the same. And I had a really amazing mentor tell me, boundaries can be viewed like waves of the ocean, always changing, 
always creating, always moving. They can be big waves. They can be small waves. They can be tiny little bumps. It doesn't matter. It's yours. And it looks for how you feel in that moment. And we aren't always the same person, right? I and who I am now is not who I was last week, last month, not even three years ago. I am not the same person. I am forever changing. I am forever growing. I am forever learning. And some people can feel like they are the same person. And that's okay. They can absolutely be the same person. There's no problem in being the same person. It's really what you hold space for somebody else being. I would not want my partner, my family, my friends, or my clients to view me as the same person three years ago because she's not the same. In the nicest way, that girl's dead. And that's not a bad thing. I didn't want to continue being her. I knew in 2020, before the pandemic even hit, and I literally have journal entries of this in my personal life where it says, something's got to change. And I made that change. It just happened to be at the end of 2020, but that's fine. Regardless, something had to change. Something had to be different. And I went out and sought out what I needed for me and myself. And that doesn't always look the same. And that same mentor that taught me all of these things I'm teaching or saying or speaking to you guys is the same person who told me to look at everybody brand new. So every day, and I tell my mom this too, and this is a continual conversation between her and I, we always have, I don't look at the same person every single day like they were yesterday. I give them a blank canvas so that way they can paint the picture of who they want to be. And that would then set me up for the boundaries I want to have with them on that day. And that's why boundaries look like waves. They look like forever changing waves because if that person that you're setting boundaries with is forever changing or showing up as somebody different on a different day, it's okay for those boundaries to look a little different on that day. And it's okay for some boundaries to be a little bit harder and firmer, and it's okay for other boundaries to be softer and more flowy, like a wave. Now let's dive a little bit deeper into what I mean by boundaries and the meaning of that because some people had different viewpoints than what I saw it. And there's, by the way, guys, there's no right or wrong answer to this. This is my viewpoint. This is my opinion. And I'm making that very clear right now as I dive into this, that it is an opinion-based thing. Because what one person can view a boundary as, another person can view it differently. That's okay. That's for them. And the biggest part of why I always preach human kindness is because I want the grace and the love for somebody to respect my boundaries, just like I would give them for their boundaries, no matter what those boundaries mean, look, or feel. I don't care. If that's theirs, I'm respecting their space and their valued opinion, whatever that looks like. So for me, boundaries are ever-changing because of the canvas I just kind of described. Boundaries are something that makes sure and reassures our inner self the protection and the self-respect that we need to feel good and feel safe. The biggest thing my mentor taught me is 
what feels good to me, what's safe to me. And those are like my two main, big, huge building blocks I've always gone on in life. I still refer back to that to this day. If I'm in an environment and I'm not feeling good, I start feeling anxiety, I start feeling depression, I start feeling angry, I'm over, I'm too happy, like I'm just so on cloud nine that I'm just thriving so hard, I actually check in with myself and ask myself, is this healthy? Am I feeling good? What do I need to feel good? What do I need to feel safe? And I check in. And from what I need is going to create those boundaries. And that will reflect in a situation. That will reflect in with a person. It doesn't matter. And that's why I have forever and I will forever keep growing and changing because the person I'm developing is not going to be the same girl that we're talking to right now or that's talking right now. So guys, just kind of mentally note that. I plan on growing. I I plan on continuing getting better in life. And because of that, this girl that's speaking right now in two years may not be the same person. So her boundaries may look very different in that time frame. And that's where you got to give space and grace to people who need that. I was talking to somebody else, a friend of mine, and her boundaries look more firm. And I would use the analogy of almost like a wall. They're unbreakable. But where they are at in their growth or in their period of life, they need those walls. Will the walls stay up? Probably not. The walls might be barricaded down in a few years as they grow. However, for that person to feel safe and for them to feel good, they need to have a wall as a boundary. And now let me kind of give a few examples of what boundaries look like. And this is Also why I really should not be in a corporate setting because the amount of disrespect that some authoritative figures give is not okay. And for privacy's sake, we're not naming names, corporations, or what entity any of this is coming from. We're going to be very general with all of this. A friend of mine works for a facility. This facility has a hierarchy, a management. So, of course, you know, you got your regional, your district, you're this, you're this, you're this. So, of course, it's kind of like, you know, everything goes downhill. The top dog is kind of hands off because the top dog reports to the me- the one below it. The one below them reports to the supervisor in charge of all of the employees. Sounds pretty normal in a corporate setting, of course. The supervisor in charge of all of the employees has a type of ego that is very conflicting and it's hard because this supervisor from an outsider's viewpoint looks like they're overworking, over abusing, and they're not, they're not nice. Like I'm just trying to be very gentle with my words because I'm trying not to overexpose somebody's privacy here. However, their authoritative figure is being misused and abused, and they're working their employees in a very negative manner. And this can be very common in corporate setting. I talked to another friend of mine. She actually threw the keys at her manager and said, kick rocks, and left because she was done with their garbage. She was done with their authoritative mispowerment. Like, they really abused their authority. So the first friend that I'm talking about You know, she tells me these stories about the way the supervisor 
talks to them. It's so inappropriate. Let's pause for a side note here. My master's degree is in industrial and organizational psychology, which I'm not saying I have a human resource management degree, but it is a very equivalent to a human resource management. The amount of HR violations my friend tells me about with this supervisor, I literally say, hey, that is not ethical. Hey, you know that's inappropriate. They can't talk to you like that, nor can they say those things to you. However, if my friend was to cause a scene, go to HR, make some type of wave, have a voice, stick a boundary that's harder as a wall of the Great Wall of China and, and do something about it, now she's putting herself into an environment where it's going to be a hostile work environment and that supervisor will start do what's called a quiet firing, which is something new I just learned. That's all these nice new lingos coming out, but they will slowly start trying to push my friend out of their job. That's horrible, first off. I just, I'm mind blown that this is a common thing in corporate worlds. In toxic corporate environments, this is a common denominator. And it's funny because I even see these silly videos that get made and post on TikTok and I'll see comments and people will say, in the UK, that's not like that. In Europe, it's not like that. You guys need to come over here. And it's sad. It's sad that the U.S., home of the free, um, freedom of speech, all of these wonderful things that we set up for the people is literally not for the people anymore because of a corporate standpoint. Now, you're because you're working for a corporation, you're under their rules and under their power, and they're abusing their power. And if you try and have a boundary with these supervisors, with these management of power, you get punished for it. And now you're worried about job security. Now you're worried about, will I be able to pay my bills? Am I going to be hireable somewhere else? I better just be quiet, ride the radar, and not do anything about it. And then what does that do? That doesn't help your self-respect. It doesn't help your boundaries, and it hinders your growth. This is, again, why I don't want to go back into the corporate setting of life, because I am a foul human being, and I'm okay with that. Somebody pushed me to a point where I was not okay and they were misabusing their power. I personally have no problem saying that. And in fact, a fun fact, side note on the story real fast, I was actually fired from a business like that because the district manager kept abusing his right and power and calling me to do something that I was not in a position to do, nor was I paid to do, and I stood up for myself. And he fired me for being, um, oh man, prego brain moment. What did he fire me for? It was pretty much like I wasn't compliant to management. I was pretty much like um, insubordinate, so to say. And I was like, excuse me? No, I'm not. And I fought him in the office. I was like, call. Call every single one of my managers right now. Let's call this person. Let's call this person. Let's call this person. Ask them. No, no, this is this is my decision and this is what I'm saying. And I've already talked to them. I said, okay, well, then I want to hear it. You call them. He wouldn't. He literally walked me out and I was fired from that job. Me, 
I drove to every other location that I worked for and I asked the manager, am I insubordinate? Did I not follow procedures? Am I, un, am I unmanageable? Every manager said no. It was because he didn't like me sticking up for myself and I wasn't going to be made to do something that was not my position, not my authority, and not in my pay grade. He was trying to abuse his privileges and I refused to let him do it and I was fired for it. Best thing is, I was hired within a week. And I think we forget, as people, we are assets in this world. For what one corporation can fire us and hire another, the same goes for us. For what we're fired for, we can be hired at another facility. Now, the thing is, is when people would ask me, because on your resume, you know, obviously you, you go through your resume and they say, you know, why'd you leave this job? I was very honest. I never lied to any of my managers hiring forward. I always told them I was fired. And when, or I didn't say fired. I said I was let go from that position. When they would ask me why, I gave them the cold, hard truth. I explained my situation and I held my voice. They were very confused. They were very confused. What's funny is when they would call that place and they would call to speak to the supervisor that let me go. And when they would call to speak to upper management, they were either, they'd never return their phone calls. And the funny thing is, this is how I found out, the supervisor that let me go, he was eventually fired for abusing his authority. <laughs> so again, karma. However, it just showed to the managers who were hiring me that what my story turned out to be was accurate. When you're following a very healthy, honest viewpoint and you're being true to yourself and you are having respect, not only for yourself, but for others, I didn't have to trash him. I didn't trash him. I never trashed the supervisor that let me go. The biggest thing I said to any of the hiring managers I went on is I said, we had a conflict of interest. He saw things one way. I saw things in the order of law. When I would speak the order of law, he disagreed with me. And from that, it created an insubordinate environment where he let me go saying I was insubordinate. I just don't feel that way. When they say, can you please give an example? I said, yes. We worked at this facility. We sold food at this facility. He wanted to put the food that we sold by the chemicals that we cleaned with. I informed that was against health procedures and he got upset with me. He would want me to open the facility at opening time after I closed at a very late time when I was not supposed to, nor was I the manager in charge or responsible, nor was I being paid a manager's salary to do that. I did go and open. I just said that's not part of my job protocol, nor was it what I was being paid to. Again, because of the insubordinate behavior, he saw it unfit for me to be in that company. Never did I give him a bad title. I explained situations in both sides technically. I explained how he needed something to be seen and I explained how I needed something to be seen. And because I left that room for them to make the judgment call, that was completely on them. Whether somebody hired me or not was totally up to that facility. If somebody didn't hire me for that reason, I knew I wasn't a fit for that company. And that was okay. That was a blessing in disguise. Getting back to the example of boundaries with my friend and the facility they're working at, the HR violation supervisor, ew, 
my friend is to go and report, she then will create a hostile environment, meaning she can't have proper boundaries. So my friend and I constantly talk about, okay, what are boundaries that we can set in motion that still give you self-respect but will not create a hostile work environment for you? And through that, we are able to find little ways of slightly rephrasing phrases or doing different work requirements to have a healthy boundary to where if her supervisor comes in and states something to her, she now has a set boundary that allows her self-respect. And it's a constant changing one. That boundary is a constant changing one. But the biggest thing that I'm trying to get at today, and we could talk for hours on this. I could go on probably for two days on boundaries, what they look like, situations they look like, everything is ever changing. The biggest thing I'm trying to get at with these examples, with my example, with everything I'm saying, boundaries do not always have to look the same. When you are trying to protect yourself, when you are trying to have self-respect, evaluate what feels good to you or what you need to feel good and what you need to feel safe. And whatever that is, create that moment to protect yourself. People have an idea that society has created that it, that's selfish and that's not okay. But that is okay because it's not really selfish, it's self-care. And if we can stop saying, hey, that's selfish, and start saying, hey, that's more of a self-care topic, that changes the whole dynamic. Taking care of yourself is actually helping you be the best version of you, and then it carries on into you becoming the best best version and helping others the way they need to be helped because you already love yourself, you respect yourself, you have healthy boundaries for yourself that you're able to then talk to somebody in a loving, healthy, respectful way that gives them grace and space. If somebody's working through their growth and it's not always linear, it really, really is a roller coaster of emotions and a trifecta of good and bad. Give somebody space for it. You know, there's times I catch myself judging or there's times I catch myself looking at something and being judgmental. I have to check myself too. I'm a mere human. I do, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I have flaws. However, I don't know somebody's environment. I don't know what they're going through. And I don't know the toxic environment that they are in that's causing them to be a certain way. So if we can stop being judgy, we can actually focus on ourselves, take care of ourselves, grow for ourselves, and create the boundaries we need for self-respect and not worry about everybody else and what everybody else is doing and let them take care of themselves, then voila, we're good. Just give people grace and space to be who they are, how they want to be, where they want to be, the whole shebang. Like I said, guys, I could go on for hours on this topic. I could go on with different scenarios on this topic. I just wanted to address it because if you're out there and you're struggling with your boundaries, you don't know what it means, you don't know what it looks like, 
just ask yourself, take, take a second, take a deep breath, ask yourself, what do I need to feel good? What do I need to feel safe? From those two questions, start creating an atmosphere, start creating a dialogue, start creating a boundary that protects yourself. Practice more self-care. It's not selfish, guys. It's just taking care of yourself and giving yourself respect that somebody might not be giving you. I hope you guys have a really great week. I can't wait to chat with you guys next week. More fun and amazing topics to be coming. And thank you guys again. I'll always say this at the end. The comments, the love, the sharing, all you guys do is amazing. I can't be here. I can't do this without you. Literally, all the clients that I have in my life, my friends, my family, the support, you guys are amazing. And I truly, genuinely thank every single one of you guys out there because you guys are truly amazing. You guys say I'm amazing, but honestly, you all are the real MVPs, and I just love and cherish every single one of you guys out there. I hope you have a really great week. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday, like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you.